A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Bobby Moore as a Jeff Hurst. Trevor Brookin and Billy Bones A pound old dick and a West Ham United We celebrate our victories We stick together in defeat I'm proud of our history West Ham United More than just a podcast More than just a Good evening, good afternoon, or good morning. This is more than just a podcast. You have to say it, because you're the only other one here, Nigel. (laughs) Yeah, but I don't say it, do I? That's my thing. I know, but we're going to have to keep on playing it over and over again. It will get really boring. (laughs) Yeah, well, what happens if I don't say it? We can't continue. See, as, soon as, as soon as I say it, right, then you're going to expect me to say it like other weeks. And I don't say it, do I? I know, but just say it for this week. Say what? Podcast. Go on then. Well done. Bobby Moore as a Jeff Hurst. The trailer booking and Billy Bones. A pound old dick and a West Ham United. We celebrate our victories. We stick together in defeat. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. This is more than just a podcast. Podcast. There we go, that will do. Uh, It's season 11, it's episode 23. Uh, we weren't going to record tonight. Unforeseen uh, circumstances meant that um, no one could be asked. Uh, well, except me. Um, but then a change of circumstances meant Shipman was available. Uh, the Boochies are doing what Boochies do. Uh, Canning Town Len um, also had uh, something else on. Uh, so, uh, and, and I had persuaded originally my son Finley to join us but uh, it was not to be I invited some other guests and they turned me down or didn't I think it's because he heard Stelios couldn't make it because obviously Stelios is number one fan and he I know I know I know right he does love the still I, uh, he did watch me in doing the West Ham Network uh, but he didn't watch me on Claret and Booze which I'm sure their ratings will go way down after spending an hour on Claret and Booze uh, I think they did say that yeah they did but it was yeah. good. It was good fun. Good to meet them. It was. It was good for them to meet their nemesis. Um, yeah, um, you. Yeah, you, I've heard feedback about your appearance. Go on, go on. Let's go into that. 
<laughs> I don't reveal what goes on in WhatsApp. Oh, right. So, okay. be able to take me an hour to listen to it all. Oh, the, uh, see, they're very polite on the show, but probably not No, so they're polite. very polite off air as well to right. you. Anyway, uh, hello, Gary. Hello, Nick. Hello, yeah, do you know what? I didn't know they were brothers, right? You wouldn't, they've, they're chalk and cheese. They're just not alike at all. They just, I mean, I suppose sibling rivalry, right? But, but they've, they seem to be in two different mindsets uh, about West Ham. Well, G- Gary's like our age, so yeah. he's obviously sane and sensible. Yeah. Um, and then Nick and John, but Johnny's sane and sensible as well. But he's yeah. a cabbie, isn't he? So. Right. And and then there's Nick, who who um, lights up my West Ham world because he's um, a nutter. <laughs> well, he's not a nutter. It's just uh, he, he has every emotion in an hour. Oh, right. Oh, one of those. So, one so of those. So, one of those it, easily strung people who just melts down like the Twitterati uh, people. Well, on. I, don't, yeah, I don't think he, he melts down like Twitterati. You know, he doesn't go taking personal pot shots at people or whatever. Hmm. He gives constructive criticism. Um, that his brother and, often disagrees with. Well, yeah, but, you know, hey, host, Family. It's, it's, Anyway, uh, where are you? What are you doing, Nigel? I'm in my shed. I've just finished two articles. Shedman. 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 No games to discuss this week. Few, you hear to hear our expert opinion yes. so we thought right well, we I could thought, discuss the games I watched oh well maybe we thought hang on a minute if we delay the Monday podcast we can do a transfer roundup special woohoo even though I'd written for Nigel an article on my birthday on the 25th of January which I think you published on the 26th of January, saying, uh, and, and I'll quote, just, just just so I can do the eyes, go to bed, move along, nothing to see here, keep calm, carry on, in Moysby Trust, the old cliches come to mind, describing the current non-transfer activity. I will go out on a limb and say the chances assigned to anyone beyond academy or a cheap loan player is absolutely slim to none. As I write this article, nothing is close. Nothing has gone for the ball for financial approval. And while we'd like to believe David Moyes has a secret sign-in up his sleeve, the reality is probably nothing is doing. I hate to be right and say I told you so, but I told you so. And then... Oh, listen, can I just stop you there? Go on. And the bit about that last comment is it ain't that you told us so. It's the bit where you go, I hate to tell you. Because you don't hate to tell us. <laughs> I think at one minute past 11, your your so-called I hate to tell you so article dropped on, on that site you don't write for anymore. Mm. Um, I wrote it way before that, by the way. I bet you did. Because yeah. for it to drop at one minute past 11, <laughs> as it did... <laughs> Uh, well, I was um, on the I was on the pod, I was on the West Ham Network podcast, and then on Claret Booze. So how would I have written yeah, it? I'd written it way right. before. You must have wrote it at like two o'clock in I've the afternoon. Written it the day before transfer window. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I don't think you can say I hate to tell tell you so. 
because um, all right. You but but let's yeah. just see the part part you've played, right? I know you said it on Clan Booze last night, but you goaded me, you baited me <laughs> into winding. I've stayed off Twitter on the whole, but you goaded me, you baited me to put up a picture of Mister Nooney, right? Assigning Noon. Yeah, noon, noon a. It sounds when you go noon a, or or no one. If if, and uh, you yeah, are, you went too early. You should have waited for me to finish my picture before you done it, and you could have put my picture on it. So I'd moved the uh, uh, to the one. day before transfer. I put the picture after being goaded by Mr. Chefman, saying, "I <laughs> are here with saying in noon, uh, announce noon, noon is coming." Uh, now, most people saw the funny side, and actually it was viewed by nearly... Uh, it's up to 150,000 people <laughs> viewed it, actually, the tweet, which I find quite amusing. Um, I got I got a few, not death threats, but I got called a C-U-N-T and, and Drop Dead and, you know, Bald Stooge and everything, you know, normal stuff. Uh, some people saw the funny side and, and, you know, the normal haters hate. And that was your yeah. fault. That was your fault. <laughs> well, you know, I can't take all the credit. Um, but it was. Yes. You must take all the credit for that one. I'm outing you. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, well, you know. I did, my best bit was when I was sitting Sunday night uh, writing, watch, watching Stelios, and Stelios announces live on air that we've got a transfer target coming in. I've just been told we're signing noon. And I looked up at the screen, thinking, whoa, hold up a minute. And he's looking at his phone, obviously. He said, bear with me, people. He's looking. I, he told us last night on the, on I, the show. Quickly, he looked I up quickly, the Manchester United squad know, to try and find I, it out. I quickly sent him my picture that had been doctored to say no one. And then he realised he'd been fooled by he you. He checked the Manchester United squad to look there if it was a off. youth player. And they weren't the only people. There's a few people who admitted they got caught out and were looking, doing looking on transfer market for a player called Noon. <laughs> Hilarious! Come on, lighten up, people. There's more serious things in the world. And a little. And joke that's the on thing Twitter. about it, you know. All the the people, and this is the thing that I do struggle with. The, the, the people take it too far. Um, and, and while sometimes I do enjoy reading the replies. Um, there, there are some that are distasteful. One, I sort of, sort of, you know, thought, yeah, you're an idiot. Sort of told him. Yeah. But then I'd have been there for ages if I was calling everyone an idiot. Yeah, true. Um, <laughs> so, and and you think, you know, if you can't take the joke, then you you, you or if you can't see the funny side in the situation of it, um, you know, if anyone else had done that, if I'd have done that, no one would have batted an eyelid. And that's the thing. Yeah. You know, this is yeah. the, the thing. When it but gets you know what? I, I, personal, you know, I know to, it don't bother you, but... You up know. to yesterday, I hadn't written an article for maybe three or four weeks on Clown Hugh. And, and I hadn't tweeted anything out. So, you know, the odd relapse. You know, as you say, I'll probably enjoy winding them up occasionally. Because they deserve it. Really do. They really do. If they're going to take it that seriously... It's a football game. It's a hmm. we're still fifth. You know, there's more important. There's but it family. Ain't even a game, there's, though, is it? there's health. There's, you know, what's going on in the world. There's 
Ukraine being invaded by Russia. There's more important things in the world than whether we sign the bloody player. Come on. Mm. It's not the end of the world. No. Anyway. But where did it all go wrong? So, let me give my take, and then you can give your take, and then you can get into me. But I was always told, and, and as I said on your article, I was always told that a budget was made available. Money was made available. I wasn't given a number, um, but, but obviously it was in excess of £50 million because I was told a bid was made, or more than one bid was made, for over £50 million. <gasps> when was you told that, Sean? Quite a while ago. Quite now, a while ago. Bet, hold up, listeners. Remember that now for later. Sean was told a bid for £50 million quite a while ago. Right. Carry on. So, I, I, the person wouldn't say who, right? They said no. Uh, but, but, but sort of later on suggested there was a player that we didn't really, it wasn't in the position we were currently looking for. And that they were, one of them was a, a forward type player, right? We're also told that five to six bids have been put in and been rejected. Okay? Uh, but but really, and this is why I wrote the story, really, we can't get the players we want. The manager is being very stubborn in his view. I only want players. And he said this publicly. I only want players that will improve the squad. I only want bigger players than I've got already. I don't just want to bring in squad players. All right? Now, over and and, and everybody's tying, st- staying tight-lipped. As I wrote the story on the twenty-fifth, that was published on the twenty-sixth, I said, "I'm hearing nothing." You know, agents are saying nothing. People close to the board are saying nothing. People in other clubs are saying nothing. So either Newman and um, Moyes have got the best secret out there, or there's nothing doing. And I decided it was the latter. Nothing was doing. However, over as as the last week came down, leaks started coming out. Two of them involved leads, obviously Calvin Phillips and Rafinha. Both players' leads are not going to sell. Calvin Phillips, obviously, room was one they wanted him to play alongside Declan Rice. Other people have views. Were they going to let him go fifty million? Almost definitely not. Rafinha, one of the best players Leeds have got. As long as they stay up, why would they let him go? You know, there is a connection with Leeds. My very good friend, Angus Kinnear, who used to be managing director, used to have a few Peronis with him in the old days when he was managing director for West Ham and on the Sab that Nigel knows. And, you know, moving the stadium and the badge, is now CEO of Leeds. And he was there. I saw him in the front row of the director's box at the FA Cup game for Leeds. So, you know, who knows? There could have been a napkin pushed across the table a uh, hundred million pound fifty million pound for uh, Rafinha and, and fifty million pound for Calvin Phillips whatever obviously they were rejected right and they were leaked in the end we know that l- that the manager wanted Lingard they tried to sign Lingard uh, Man United said no way we see you as a rival he's not going whatsoever we were aware that um Newcastle were offered a deal. In the end of the day, Newcastle were told they had to pay four million pound uh, loan fee and another fourteen million pound if Newcastle stayed up. Well, in the end, they were sort of saying, 
We don't want Lingard to go out. We see everybody as a competitor and we can afford to sit on our hands and let him work out his contract. And, you know, it's up to them. You know, he. I think Lingard wanted to come. He he did speak to players. He speaks to Moyes all the time. He has a flat, etc. But he wasn't allowed to come. So you can't force a player to sell. Um, and they're big enough just to sit him, you know, let him sit on his hands. Um, Coletta Carr, absolute interest in him. I'm told Moyes was interested in a loan with an option to buy. He was pushing for that. Uh, Marseille wanted a loan with lots of options, uh, uh, a straight deal with, with uh, some add-ons. Um, and I was told that, you know, we just couldn't get a deal over the line. It was, it was a no. You know, we wanted a loan. You, you may have a different view on that, Nigel. Um, so I think that takes us up to the uh, uh, five. We were, we were interested in that uh, Reims teenage striker. I forget his name. Do you remember his name? Sorry. Say that again. What was the name of the the, the Reims striker, the teenage striker that nearly went to Newcastle? Oh, et, yeah, et something. Ekita, wasn't it? Ek- yeah, we were yeah. interested with him. We didn't follow it up. Spoke to an agent close to that deal, but didn't happen because they changed the terms of the deal for Newcastle at the end. An agent did offer us Benteke. Moyes had no interest. Um, and then we've got that late deal that came at seven o'clock last night. <laughs> which was a bit of a bolt from the blue, you know, suggesting that, you know, we um, we made a bid um, at seven o'clock uh, and, and that was rejected too. Um, so I think that takes you up to six and, and maybe other offers were made. Who was that for? Do you remember, Nigel? Um, it was the geezer that began with Z, wasn't it, or something like that? Yeah, Duvan Zappala. Yeah, place. He plays Zappa. in France, doesn't he? He does. Uh, there did seem to be a French theme running yeah. through. Sadly, the... having agreed everything, Atlanta went silent and we lost Obviously the deal. Obviously, they're Italian. It was too <laughs> late. Um, the deal never started till 7 o'clock. So, look, we didn't sign anyone. Uh, we had a few outbounds. Two went out on loan. Connor Coventry went to MK Dons. Uh, Joseph Anang went to St. Patrick's in Dublin. Strange move for him on loan. Um, we got rid of uh, Frederick Lookalike Allaire, uh Alves, who went back to Denmark. We bought him for £1.2 million last year. It's a very strange move. I think he was a centre-back. Didn't really make the first team. Sold for 900000 back to the Danish champions. I forget their name. Uh, begins with a B. And um, uh, we've got some add-ons that we might get our money back. So we might get an extra 300 grand um, and get our money back. But really, you know, nothing was doing. Money made available. It's the first window. Now I'm going to move into my blog, all right? So you can you can write for reply. So my blog, which, as you say, was published about 11 o'clock, sort of said, in Moyes We Trust, look, this was down to Moyes. The GSB and Twitterati brigade wanted less control for David Sullivan. They wanted Sullivan and Gold to have no control or less control. They wanted to bring in a director of football. They wanted Moyes to have complete control. Well, they got it in spades, right? First January window since the takeover in 2010 that Gold and Sullivan did, where we have not, not signed anyone in January. 
and you may blame everybody you may but, but let's be and you can argue the first this. time they've never signed anyone in, in, in a in January, January transfer window ever I thought you said no in, in a January window. transfer window since since oh. the takeover is, is my understanding you can tell me if I'm wrong no, but, I was look, reading your article. I, I thought you said that actually that this is the first time they've never bought anyone. Well, I don't know with the sub-editor changed football. I don't know with the sub-editor changed Ooh. that. Well, no, no. So I, I meant since the right, takeover. Right. Okay. So I, I don't know if my copy got changed. Uh, I'm. No, you need to have a word with someone then, because I've taken you to task on that stuff. Right, so I meant since <laughs> the takeover, whether it got changed or not, I don't know. But anyway, oh dear, oh so dear. so Moyes, I believe, and and this is I'm going to finish now. Moyes said, will say in his first interview pre FA Cup, he's this kind of guy. He take it on the chin and say it was me, it was my decision. The board backed me. They gave me the money, but I couldn't find the player I want. I refused to take anyone. Mark Noble said that last night on a show. With Rio Ferdinand, the case rests. Nigel. Um, I've, I've, it, it, it seemed yesterday to me to be a catastrophic failure of the system that's been put in place. To finish at eleven o'clock with no one uh, signing, um, frankly, is. But on on the full face of it, looking at the situation we're in, well, we could have done with two people. We could have done with a centre half, and we could have done with a forward. Yep. And they and for me, I don't think they needed to be first teamers, but they needed to be adequate backups. Um, uh, at the end of the day, if we'd have brought in Nunes, would he have been happy sitting behind Antonio? Say. So. Um, when you're paying that much, and that's the thing I thought strange about the bids. So we've we've long known through the window, through various sources, that things were progressing slowly. Am I fair to say that? Yes. Um, frustration, right? Fr- frustration was was being shown. You know, we've had this new thing in place since October. I've wrote an article tomorrow on my website. Um, Quite a long one, fifteen hundred words, Sean. That's like wow. seven articles on That's like a book. I know. Um, where I go through everything in the cold light of day. So yesterday I was um, disappointed. Today I think I, you know me. I, I always then think, well, look at it from both sides. There's money been made available. Bids have been made. Big bids. Um, I'm curious about why Rafina and Phillips and were they on Moises' radar? Purely for the fact is that when we really need this window is about bulking out what we've got to provide a bit of stability for the cup games coming up and the fact that we've lost a centre-back. Yes, we've got one coming back, but we've lost one for the rest of the season, so we're still only down to three, and really you want four with the cup games and everything else if we're going to progress, and we could do with another forward. Why he then looked at two midfielders um, to throw 50 million in. 
you know, official bid. He's, he's sitting at dinner over lunch before the FA Cup game and Sully going, I tell you what, Angus, uh, I'll give... I think he calls him Roy anyway. Roy? Uh, I tell you... Yeah, Roy Kinnear. I tell you what, Angus, uh, Roy, he, he goes, uh, this is his nickname, he says, I'll give you 50 million for your Phillips. Um, you know, and... Angus says, well, no, that's laughable. And Sully's gone, oh, I'll give you 50 million for Rafina. And in Sully's mind, that's a bid. Sorry, in the source's mind, that's an official bid. So, and there's there's so many... It's good to read people's reactions to it because you get the school of thought that says, why are we bidding for players that we've got no chance of signing? Then they're going to sell to us. Then there's a school of thought that says... I'm quite pleased with bidding for players like that because it shows um, intent. You know, we need to bid for players like this. But then you get people to go, but they would never leave Leeds for us because actually, in the scale of things, while Leeds have been out of the Premier League for 16 years and whatever, if they can hang a band, they'll be parity with us because they they their support, 40-odd thousand, whatever, they are a big club. Um even though much like ours, Leeds' history is only based on one manager um, running the football club for about 16 years in Don Revy. And then they've had one trophy, I think, outside of that. So maybe not as big as perhaps what the Leeds fans think they are. So, But it showed intent. And, you know, and we can all pick it apart and without really knowing what the mindset was. There, but then we then move on to um, the, the the bids that come out at the end. So these these bids, finally we find out who this fifty million bid was. And if you remember people earlier, what Sean said, the fifty million bids were sort of known to have been made a while ago. Obviously, it all gets revealed now. You know the the the, the journalists and the and the social media um, people that f- have to feed information finally badger it out. Whatever. Now hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Alan Nixon, Nico, yeah. uh, revealed some of these names. Yes. They weren't revealed through normal sources or ITKs, etc. No. Senior sources confirmed only after they got into the public domain. Oh right. Okay. All right, so when Nico released it at 11 o'clock at night, yeah? Yeah. Was it known before 11 o'clock at night who them people were? Only because we knew it was going to (laughs) break. So we knew it was going to break, so we went ahead and got it confirmed. (laughs) So I could have had my big exclusive... But I gave you it. By I... then, I'd fallen asleep and didn't see did, it. Did I not give you an exclusive on that? Did I not yes. offer you it on a plate? <laughs> I fell asleep. <laughs> and I woke up in the morning and there's all these sexies saying, this is what's going on. Quick, break it. And it's like, oh, fucking hell, mate. And I'm, It's like, because oh, I was reading Nico's uh, Twitter feed for about three quarters of an hour and he was talking about Blackpool. Yeah. You know, yeah. boring old fart. But anyway, um, well, look, all right, it it broke anyway. Yeah. And then, but the the thing is, then what you get a reaction is, why on Saturday are we making fifty million bids? Why are we trying to do this at the end of the window? 
Of course we didn't, did we? Why it no. took two weeks or, or three weeks or, or whatever to be made public, God only knows. Who knows? But who knows? Um, but uh, noon knows, basically. Yeah. Um, but it just highlights the, the mess. And then what happens is, is you get the late rush. And we should always expect a late rush because if you're a selling club, if you're a player, if you're a club, you've got a player under contract, you're not particularly keen to sell him, but you know yep. bids are going to be made. Yep. You're going to roll that till the last minute of the window to try and get the best price. Yeah, agreed. So it, it, there's always the, all this about we should have these players signed up on day two. It don't work like that's, that. And, and that's not the way. If you look back at David Moyes, he just isn't that kind of manager. Well, yeah, but I've generally in football, a lot of clubs don't do that, do they? So then we get this Coletta Carr um, business and yep. then a couple of other French players. Um, you know, know why France, You know why France is such a big area? Well, I think it was a speciality of... I know uh, uh, Man City, Newman was the international scout. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's done 12 years at City, so he's been there a long time. And and, and I'd imagine he's, you know, his track record there is pretty decent, and that's probably why they've gone after him. You know, I've wrote tomorrow, I hope it works out. He, the, the, there is a strange thing in what he said... Um, in a in a uh, an interview to West Ham website on the day he signed, and it, and it actually probably gave a clue um, to uh, the transfer window. Funny enough, and the outcome of it uh, back on October the first. Yeah. And I allude to that in my article tomorrow. So uh, you know, and it it, it progresses. And the, the laughable ones I do find are, are the ones where it then breaks that, oh, we made a bid at 7 o'clock at night, but it yeah. was a bid that we didn't know. And you think, why admit it? Why? Yeah. Why give it? Because now you've just made yourself look amateurish. Well, especially as I gave you some information about six going, there's nothing doing, you know? An hour later, yes. that changes. Really? Really? Yeah. You yeah, I, 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 you know, and I think, too little, I think too that late. last one was a last-minute panic. I'm sure special. it was, yeah. And, and you know, and bless him, he's, he sat there for nearly four weeks and he must have been pulling his hair out. You know, he he he, he finally does what fans wants to do. Yeah, and he's, sitting on, he's, you know, he's, he's sitting on his hands. and He's sitting on his hands. He's not listening to the people whispering in his ear, old and um, offering him, you know, all these players left, right and centre. It's down to the, the team, the scouting team, management team, football management team, as I like to call it now. The football management team of, you know, Moyes, Newman. I'd like to think uh, the likes of uh, Andy Irvine, um, Stuart Pearce are involved in this as well. Billy McKinley, you know, all Grant these Holt. people. Grant Holt. But at the end of the day, I, when I thought about it today, there was a sort of a little power battle that went on. And the winner, I think, was David Moyes. Good. And I'll tell you why I think David Moyes was the winner. Because no Sully special did come in. Yeah, agreed. So, therefore, I'm sort of irking that, that um, Moyes was true to his word. If he can't bring quality in, 
he's going to bring no one in. And he'll rather mm-hmm. keep his powder dry. Yeah. And it'll be a bit of a match of me to sit there and go, well, he's a fucking idiot because of this. Because I've spent the last six years on a podcast going, well, you don't get anything really decent in January, you do did. you? So, and I still believe that. And I look at it and think, well, actually, why buy... You know, we could have bought this bloke yesterday. It's 7 o'clock in the evening. Spunked 20-odd million pound and had to sell him a year later for eight. Yeah. And this is supposed to be stopping. So, yeah. in a way... Part of it, even though we sign no one, it's possibly better than signing another Haller or Anderson, just yeah. or you know, or cheaper player like that that ain't going to do anything. That's just going to disappear. True. And and whatever. And how many players know, did Leicester City sign? Well, uh, there is that bit. How that many players did Leicester City finish sign? with? Is, is that when you look around the teams around us, you know, Arsenal? Well, they signed no one. Well, they did actually. Uh, they signed so uh, so. Technically, the the players, the teams that didn't sign anyone, Leicester City, Norwich City, Southampton, Manchester United, all four signed no one. Now, technically, we did sign someone. We signed a chap called Callum Marshall from Lincoln on a full scholarship. No, that don't count. I'm sorry. 17-year-old. I don't care. He's in the academy. But you know what? And and the reason I mention that, and a little bit tongue-in-cheek, is I've been looking at Every player, ins and outs. And this Callum Marshall is linked as the one inbound for West Ham. Um, yeah, you can't do that. I know, but I'm j- look, just choking a bit. But, but what have, the point you know, I'm Spurs making is... Spurs have brought in a couple of Italians, haven't they? Um, Arsenal have brought no one in. So there, there's a bit of me that thinks, look... And the one thing I will say, actually, I'll finish with, is that... This is the best squad we've had in the Premier League. And Moyes, statistically, is the best manager we've had in the Premier League. Goal scored, goal conceded, average goals per game. uh, They brought in some uh, American. Uh, But but they said keys in. I'm just reading The Guardian. It said keys in. Who's brought in American? Uh, Arsenal. Oh, right. I can't well, remember. Not, yeah, name. they're not really signed anyone. So, and, know, and they've lost to Bamiang, obviously. Yeah, if yeah, but he was never going to play anyway. But if this is the best squad, and and this is the same team that got his position, with with a bit of patience from the fans, I think a bit of backing from the fans, I still believe that this is still a good enough squad to finish top seven and get us to a semi final mm-hmm. of a cup. And would I'm you, sorry, would, would you have taken semi final cup? I'm just looking it's, through, it's obviously, fantastic. looking for Brentford. Christian Eriksen, unattached, came in on a free. Would you have taken him? Well, yes, but the, what, I'll tell you why he went to Brentford. Go on. Um, because Thomas Frank, obviously, links with him. Danish, um, in, in a former Danish international football manager. And I think there's about another two Danes already at Brentford. So I'd imagine that if he was going to a club, it would only be Brentford. Yeah. Actually, it said Chelsea key key in none. They they didn't mm. have make any. Uh, Everton obviously spent quite big. Leicester none. But Everton are panicking because they're in a relegation battle. Yeah. Uh, Man City got a guy in from River Plate. Manchester United seventeen million. Yeah. Manchester United none. Obviously, Newcastle brought in a lot of players. 
uh, whether it will keep them up, you know, Kevin Trippier, Chris Woods, Bruno, Matt Taggart from... Uh, Kevin Trippier. Oh, right. Kieran. Kieran was, Trippier. Oh, right. I would say. I wondered. Um, Norwich, none. Southampton, none. Uh, Spurs got two in. Juventus. Two Italians. Yeah, yeah two Italians. Watford's got a few in. West Ham, none, obviously. Uh, Wolves, a Do few you know what loans. I, th- I think didn't help? I'll tell you what I think didn't help. Cool. I think coming off the back of two defeats, which which were unlucky, they, they, they could have easily been two draws here against Leeds and Man United. So if he could have, if he could have walked into this weekend off with two draws, I, I don't think the outlook would have been as bad. Because we'd have come off the back of, I think, three or four wins on the trot anyway. And then two draws. So undefeated yeah. in five leagues, six including the cup. Um, that's not bad. Yeah. You, you know, so... Um, and if you was going to ask me, would I rather win the Leeds Cup game or the Leeds League game? I would say the Leeds Cup game all day yeah. long. And we did. Which we did. So, that, so I think there was that to it. And... Um, you know, where we didn't have a game the weekend, if we'd have had a game on the weekend that we could have won, you know, it was... It, 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 it's mad when you think we had to shoe on that Norwich game in into yeah. a midweek. Well, As why I said we in my article, let's, see, let's judge him at the end of the season. I remember, I'm going to throw John a little bit under the bus because he never listens to this podcast. You know, when we didn't sign a, a striker... Last January, it was in this time, right? So it was the day of the transfer window. We didn't sign a striker. We'd signed Jesse Lingard, who everybody had a few doubts about. Because Jesse Lingard, we don't need another midfielder. We need a striker. He said, that's it. Mm. That's it. That's our ambitions. Over. We'd be lucky if we stay up, right? Complete knee-jerk reaction. John wasn't alone. And we finished six, you know? I like to think we're in the same position. We're in fifth this time, Right? Yes, maybe a little bit false. Yes, we've got a Fred Bear team. All right, I know we haven't got Jesse Lingard, but you no, know, no, step up Gerard Bowen. Step up Yarmolenko in the last six months of his contract. Step up um, Lanzini. Step up Vlasic. Step up Alex Crow in the last six months of his loan. You know, the biggest success in this transfer window is what, Nigel? Not selling anyone. Not selling anyone. Absolutely. Not selling Declan Rice. Not selling Diop. Not selling Bowen. Not selling... I mean, how many other people were linked? Lanzini was going. Uh, Yarmolenko was going. Masuaku was going. You know, you've read all the stories. They were all going. But but we lost a under-23 player. We bought for 1.2 million. We sold to the Danish champions. Sent him back with his tail between his legs for 900,000. Because it didn't work out. You know, so we've got to see in in days gone by, we'd have just flipped over and sold our best players. We kept right. our good players, and that should be seen as a positive for the transfer window. Yeah, we no, we can take that as a positive. Now, now you've taken a step back, even though last night you dipped your toe back. Yeah, in. I know, I know. So, so now you've taken a step back. How, how, how do you see um, this affecting? the whole social media bubble. I mean, we had YouTube art, the YouTube channel, 
you know, even I've dipped my toe in and wrote an art, three articles about four players. Yeah. That, um, well, even though I did rate, I think the highest got a rating of 50-50. Um, the, the rest got um, a, a low chance of coming in. So uh, what does it do for a, a, a market that is saturated with channels that all, you know, the, if you list all the players that were focused or linked, there's probably nudging over 100 and then no yeah. one turns up. Well, do you know what? The great, uh, and I said this last night on, on Stale Show, uh, I don't know if I said it on Claren Boots, but, but basically it's an entertainment. The whole transfer deadline day was created by Sky News for a bit of entertainment. And the beauty of it is, and you know, I can say how sausages are made, whether it be the papers, whether it be the websites, whether it be the ITKs, whether it be the channels, it's all a big washing machine and it gets recycled and regurgitated. Some of the times the players come from agents wanting to get their client in the shop window sometimes it comes from the other club sometimes there's a bit of interest that's exaggerated you know we send someone to watch a player and suddenly he's a major target and we've put a bid in it's exaggerated but there's a little bit of smoke without fire you know i don't think people on the whole just pick out names and make it up but sometimes there's inquiries hundreds of inquiries now the beauty of transfer news like anything else is most of the time you're not called out all right so there's only way two ways you're going to be caught out right number one the player goes on social media and goes absolutely not that never happened right or the agent does it right you don't do that because you don't you don't bite the hand that feeds you you've got to be on side with the media and uh, you don't start calling you know major journalists liars or the other club's chairman calls them out, right? Which does sometimes happen, and it's happened with West Ham. But most of the time, because there's so many stories, they just roll over the back, and all that happens is, right, what's happened now? We're linked with 100 people, but does anyone go back to the stories and said, you said we were going to sign this, you said we are going to sign this, you said we are interested. And they all go, yeah, but it didn't come off, right? So there's a get-out clause, and the get-out clause always is, there was interest, there was an inquiry, there was a bid, but it was rejected, it didn't happen, it, da, 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 da. we tried, we tried, we tried. It's it's a whole great big ecosystem that generates, you know, from the agents to the clubs to the players, and then the feeding frenzy starts with the journalists and the websites, the IGKs and the YouTube channels, and it keeps us all working and all talking about shit basically. Yeah, I mean, it, it, the one thing is, it, and I did sort of pointedly this month have a look at YouTube and notice that if you put transfer in the title of your video, there's a good chance you could possibly double the views you were going to get. Absolutely. And that's pop and possibly that says more about what the audience then want then. So while people like me sit there and go, well, this is fucking bonkers, you know, have, have, you know, I, I couldn't list the players that have been linked because I haven't bothered watching yeah. half of the shows. <laughs> but what else do they talk about? You see, what else is there to talk about? Well, in the, yeah, in the, well, it's an international break. What else can they talk about? No, reports? listen, at the end of the day, I made the decision um, uh, to 
dip my toe in um, and featured four players. Yeah, so. Um, but but fun, the funny thing about that was is that one um, was heavily featured by uh, the, you know, the ITKs. So there had to be something in it, which was to collect a car. And, and that was done Friday, which was before really it came out that we would, you know, we were in France negotiating with him. Um, then obviously I've done Lingard and then I did two players, um, two French nonce players because um, in France on Friday, that was the only game being played, nonce v Brest in the cup, so I watched it. And lo and behold, they got a striker up front who plays like Antonio. Um, and, and before the game, I'd quickly watch a YouTube video on him, and he, he, he he's very similar. He's a bit taller, six foot two. Um, Isabelle Malawi, uh, his his name um, escapes me. He's Malali or something like that. So he's he's a French under twenty one. He's got about eight goals this season in I think twenty games. So just short of one in two in France. Young prospect. You know, and he 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 look, and you got to be wary with YouTube videos. So then I watched him play, and he, he linked well with another bloke. But it was the other bloke who actually was outstanding. Scored two belters of a goal. Um, um, Bow, I think his name was, and he's more of a Lingard type player. Hmm. And you're thinking, whoa, actually, he's the one where you think. Do you know what? You could probably get him for 15 million if Nant were prepared to sell him. I don't mm. know. But, you know, it's a big window and it, it, it probably tees it up for the summer, realistically. But um, I'm going to keep my eye on these players throughout yeah. the rest of the season. Uh, I'll track them and they're going to be my four players. Well, on do you my know what? Um, it's all, We've talked about this. It's all about content, but trying to make yeah. something a bit unique and not just recycling everything else. I, t- I think I told you last night, and I'm going to repeat on this podcast, what I always found strange is, like a lot of websites, when I wrote for Clarence Hugh, we'd write a report, right? So, I don't know, the Telegraph or the Star or the Mirror would come out with a story, right? Mm. So you'd put the word report, right? Hammers linked with Barcelona Star, report. And you'd say, and with a link... The Daily Star are reporting, and it didn't matter who it was, that from Barcelona, Starlet is interest. He's been scouted. There is interest, blah, blah, blah. And we've put a rating on it saying, we don't think it's likely. We will ask our sources, right? So we've written the story. We then talk to our sources and go, uh, you know, this this noon guy uh, from Barcelona, what do you think? And they just go, not true. Never heard of him. Completely untrue. So we'd write a story in exclusive, marked exclusive. Barcelona, Starlet, no go. We'd write to all the senior sources. It was reported earlier by the Daily Star that Barcelona started. But we've talked to an insider in the club saying it's not true. There is no interest. We've never heard of him. Right. Okay. Two stories. One an exclusive, one a report. Every single time, the report would get five times the traffic than the denial. Get that? Mm. that? That's what you're talking about, the audience. They don't want to hear who we're not going for. 
They want to hear who we might be going for, even when it's not true, because there's that ang- that's that um, need to know who we might be signing, that hunger, that, you know, what, 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 who, who we link with, even if most of the people know it's not true in, in the game, just go, just names. You know, I'm sure we do scout a hundred different players, right? That's what a scouting is for. A good scouting department will have files on everyone that's anyone in Europe and the Premier League and the Championship and everything. They should do. That's their job, you know, to review footage to send. Well, under uh, Pellegrini, I, I must admit, I was impressed. Can we do the story about under Pellegrini? I don't know if we've done it publicly before. What's that? About your trip to Prague. Go on, then we can do that. Done, yeah. it, 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 just, it just and actually it makes you think. Hmm. So Sean and the Booties go on a stag do to Prague. Was it George's stag do? Was it? Uh, it might have been actually. Yeah. Yeah. So they and and you decide to take in a game. Was it Sparta or? Uh, I think it was Sparta. Yeah. Yeah, and there's a player there that that you, you all thought actually he's a cracking player scored a hat trick I think uh, and uh, in, so in the you game emailed a senior source at the club I did <laughs> and said you should take a look at this and the senior source at the club uh, passed it on to Husilos copying you into the email he did uh, telling him we've scouted this player in Czechoslovakia what do you think <laughs> and then Husilos replies to the senior source copying you in uh, the report that they already had on the player yeah and, and saying think, he wasn't quite ready yeah, for the Premier yeah. League he's a nice uh, guy think, <laughs> no yeah and you think well that's fantastic isn't it they're, 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 and, and somewhere it's almost like I collect the Rothmans football yearbook and I'm thinking I wonder if every year there's a football transfer player update book that all the scouts get where they can flick through and go what's the name of that geezer I'll get it a car what's his stats say where they flick through the pages and go well last season he played 24 games they kept seven clean sheets you know and and uh, his passing rate was 78% and his and his interception rate was uh, you know four per game. You well, know, you know what it, they it, use, it, don't you? It's Y Scout. Octa, no, W Y Scout. So the 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 one that you all subscribe to is Y Scout. W Y oh, Scout. So you have to subscribe to it. Yeah. Oh, and and you know, and and it's not just um, clubs, but um, players, journalists, referees. You know, anyone can. Um, All right. So, and, right, and so I've just logged on, people. <laughs> 15 day free child credit card required. You won't be charged. Um, so, I wonder how much. You get videos as well. No, this looks fancy. You know, you think I'm fucking hooked. Pricing. This is the bit. This 250 euros for a bronze video pack. Oh, right. Yeah, see, so, yeah. So, uh,. Which is fifty minutes, two hundred and fifty euros for the year. So, can we talk English money, please? What's two hundred? So, two hundred quid, do you reckon? Uh, yeah, a little bit less than that. Two hundred and fifty. 
Oh, right. It's uh, 208. Oh, it's a bit more. 209. 208, 209. So, hmm. There's a bit of me thinks, for a year, is it worth it? <laughs> well, you, you, you have to. If you see, you only get 150 minutes a month uh, for 600. Yeah, but I, 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 I would dip in one day a month, yeah. have a look at some videos. <clears throat> yeah, it's, uh, I mean, for the clubs, for the extra pack, you know, it's expensive, right? They're spending... Thousands, well, but for 600 euros, but not only does it have every stat, right? It has every video they video wide scale, video every player, and put on the stats for him. They, you know, this almost does away with scouting because the videos and the, on, and the stats and how much they ran and how many assists they made it's all on this, this website now. It's available to yeah. coaches and scouts and agents and everybody, you know. There, mm. there must be a lot of effort that goes into this for them to do it across the whole of Europe. Or the world, right. actually. Yeah. Anyway, we've rattled on for 15 minutes of signing no one. Yeah. Should we go to well, question time? Yeah, because there's a few. All right. It's time for this. Yeah. It's Facebook, Twitter, question time, where you get to ask questions. And initially, I just put a question, I put a statement out saying, "No podcast this week," because um, we can't be asked. Uh, well, most of us can't be asked because I was, uh, but there was a change due to all unforeseen circumstances. But then I changed the message because Nigel then said, "I'm available." Uh, so the first few messages might not make sense because I had to then put a comment on saying, oh, we are recording after all. Nigel. Right, well, I'll go back. So, um, uh, AI Sean, top fan, says, AI Sean, uh, I Sean, real Sean, had to go into hiding no. after resurfacing on Claret and Spew and Penning's article in support of Sully and Cole. No. Have you gone into hiding yet? No, of course I haven't. I'm not. I, I, did, I, did, I, I must admit, have you read the comments on your article? Yes, I have. All right. So there was 44. There was a lot. Yeah, for that <laughs> there was 44. And I was a bit worried that, that, that you make more money as I read the longer I read, so I didn't <laughs> read the articles. So I clicked off. I thought yeah. bad enough I read the article. I weren't yeah. going to hang around yeah. and rack up more 10p's. Uh, it was a so well. How was it received? It, it was all right. Do you know what? Um, if you move away from the toxic nature of some of our fan base, I talked to someone at work who's just a West Ham fan who had actually read it and went, "I make you right, Sean." He said, "I'm oh. sure Sully gave you that, but <laughs> um, I'll make you right." You know, and and then of course, look, I'm tired with a brush that always I'm going to be pro board and protect the ball, but that's that's the way I see it, and. You yeah, know. but you don't have to get the brush and sweep the street with it, though, do you? I don't think I did. I I, I don't think I threw. I don't think I threw boys under what, the bus either. Past eleven, an article I going out. I didn't schedule it. I wrote that earlier, right? I didn't do. I think you need to reread I, it as well. Well, I didn't. I didn't write. I didn't sub edit it. I didn't write the headline. I didn't schedule it. Well, so see, and this is the downside. See, obviously, your article. 
we're on sixfoot2.co.uk doesn't get sub-edited, gets a nice non-clickbait uh, uh, headline and and everything else. So, you know, if you dance with the devil, Sean, you're going to get burnt, <laughs> aren't you? All right, I'll tell you what, I'll go it. back and read it, how it was sub-edited. Are you saying there's some inaccuracies in it? Well, all right, let's point it out, yeah. He, he, he proclaims that this is the first transfer window, yeah, in, in the owner's history. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Of owning football clubs, yeah, and he actually uses the word. Let's get this right now. So now you've you've pushed me. Yeah, let's on. get this right. He actually um, did say, I believe, in thirty years, because it's been thirty years since they bought um, Birmingham. Oh, I never City. use those words. So if it uses football that word, <laughs> I, I didn't right. use that at all. So we, you know, I'm That's a bit been disappointed now that you didn't. Yeah. Uh, that you didn't because. Um, Obviously, I'll put you right tomorrow in my article. Well, I don't even know uh, what they did at, at Birmingham. So, right, so here knows. we go. Why would so, I know um, that? In Moyes, we trust until he crashes and burns. So you didn't write that, no? I didn't write that headline. Right, though. okay. No, no, no. Right. So till, stop me when stop me if you think you haven't heard it before, yeah. uh, as the Smiths didn't sing. Yeah. Uh, this by Sean Weston. Uh, a nice slim photo of you, though. So, obviously, he's got the old photo. Didn't, didn't put a photo in there. Yeah. So, the GSB out wanted a new investor. They wanted a new head of recruitment. They wanted Sullivan to have less control in the window highlighted, Sean, or in didn't, bold. Didn't highlight it, no. Okay. And for Moyes to have full control. Yeah, right there. Well... They got Daniel Kaczynski for 150 million, 27% of shares, and yep. Sullivan reducing his majority stake. Wrote that. Newman's re- come in as head of recruitment, yep. with Sully taking the back seats in transfers until he gets frustrated. Uh, with the manager fully in charge without interference until 7 o'clock at night on the last night when he starts to fucking. I didn't write that bit. <laughs> no, I've added that in. That's right, my okay. comment. Yeah. Uh, so the new board made funds available to Newman and Moyes, yep. but they have not been able to sign anyone this January for the first time since Golden Sullivan took over, or indeed at their previous club, Birmingham City, 30 years back. <laughs> I didn't write now, that. Right. I, now, I wrote until Golden Sullivan took over. That right, was the end so, of that sentence. So th- now, wh- what do you think when I look at that and think, 
They've never signed anyone in a January transfer window for 30 years. What, what is uh, the uh, first thing that would jump into my mind? You would you would go looking back at... Um... Right. Well, how about the transfer window in January has only been about for 20 years? Ah, very good point. <laughs> I wouldn't yeah. even know that. So, but do you know what? I know nothing, away. I know nothing about... What they did at Birmingham, so I wouldn't go there, the Nigel. The first January transfer window was 2003. And I'll tell you why that is imprinted on my brain. Because I believe West Ham got relegated in 2003 because of the transfer window system. It was the first season, the clubs didn't understand it. We couldn't buy anyone between August and January. And in that period, we didn't win one home game at all. And we lost three of our strikers and ended up playing November with Ian Pearce up front. And we got relegated. And mm-hmm. where every other season we'd been able, if in November we had no strikers, we'd have been able to bring someone in. So that's why in 30 years... Yeah, yeah. So I didn't write that in. I'm not, I'm not, that's the first time I'm hearing it. I did wonder what you're talking about. I thought, I didn't write that. Okay, fair so, enough. And this is the thing. So he, he, he sort of sells you down the river here. So he's, he's Gonzo clicking up money now, even because it's all on autoplay, these yeah. videos. Yeah. Oh, dear, oh dear. That's a nice gig, isn't it? Still, he, he's good at that. So oh, don't begrudge him. Oh dear! So oh that's dear. the only bit that that got changed, is it? Well, I, I didn't want to finish the rest. Did I? Should I finish no, the rest? No, I'll, no, I'll leave it to I'm you. Sure if, I he read. Get, if he's getting paid by the, the second, I've, I didn't write the thirty money. years bit. I wouldn't say. It. I wouldn't even know no. what they did at Birmingham. And, and no. there you go. That's classic, isn't it? No. Oh, dear. most people anyway. apart from you probably no one else really thought about that or cared. Mm. Is it true, says AI Sean, that Sully had to put you on to furlough as there was nothing for the (laughs) ITKs to report? Very good. Well done, Nick. Uh, Oh, that's harsh. This is AI Sean. Uh, I'm not surprised we didn't get anyone as my AI powers uh, predicted this two weeks ago, but I'm really disappointed between the bald Moyes and Newman. We've been unable to improve the squad. Uh, I'm sure uh, AI Sean is not the only one that then says my view is that Rice's departure is inevitable in the summer so they'll be concentrating all their efforts on a Rice replacement then I make uh, you right actually it goes City Moises works I'll call undoubtedly it Man City yeah. in the summer but he thinks we've got little chance of keeping him but he feels that one or two additions, like I do, may have helped with a strong finish to the season. He said, and as we're in the middle of a meltdown, he says, Swerdle makes a nice change from Wordle. Uh, so I'll have a go at that tomorrow. What What uh, is Wordle? All I've read what? today is the New York Times bought Wordle for yeah. millions of pounds. Yeah. You it's, keep it's, on putting yeah. it up you're not the brightest of fellows so it must be quite an easy game <laughs> what is it just explain to me i've got no idea i'll tell you what one day me and you are going to do an iq test yeah that's and very think, highly in right, IQ i tests. think i may surprise you uh, <laughs> because constantly you're the I've one who said been... you didn't finish school 
Ah, well, but an IQ test is not about I know it's education. Not. It's, yeah, it? no, no. So I, I've been always on IQ tests, been about three to five digits away of Mensa. Oh, oh. Interesting. So close Sorry. to 180. Uh, very close, yeah. Okay, all right. Well, I, I'll take you up on that challenge because so, uh, it's been a while since I've done one, but the, right. la the last few I've done. We're, we're getting um, fully scored in the one seventies, yeah. adjudicated, right? Um, yeah. To make sure there's no cheating. Well, the last the last few I did it was like fifty different tests that, that you you, mm. you had to do. Yeah, um, right, I'll take you up on that. But anyway, so but Wordle, uh, the, the the one I struggle with is actually Loodle, which is but, but what is Wordle? Words. Please just tell so me. So basically, you got six. You got to guess the word of the day in six goes. So five letter word. You don't know what it is. All right, but why do you put some colour? No, thing the machine up. does it. Oh. So I put the first word in, press enter, and then if it's orange. I've got the right letter in the wrong spot. If it's green, I've got the right letter in the right spot. And then you have to work out five-letter words as you go down. All right. So if you put... You've got uh, to play uh, it on uh, Facebook, yeah? No, no. I'll share it to Facebook. And Loodle, which is like basically crude words, like shagged or, yeah. you know, queer or queef, which <laughs> I didn't know what a queef was. And when you Googled you're with it, your yeah? daughter, right? Yeah, and my daughter's like, Dad, I can't believe you've done that. <laughs> you know, but then again, she got it first go. There you go. And I'm sitting there after 15 minutes, I still ain't got the word. I'd, I'd put queer in, and, it, and I, obviously I was one letter out. And then I'm thinking, well, what is it then? Because it ain't queen, it ain't queer. And like, what is it? And then, yeah. So. There you go. There you go. Just a bit of fun, people. But Swerdle, thanks for that, Nick. Sorry, AI, Sean. Sean. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next up, it's the old maid, Miriam. Happy chops himself. Oh, I bet he's happy today. I bet he's happy. What do you think of all the vowed threat that if you don't buy your ticket now for the Europa League, that they may go up in price when we find out? Is that right? That we might find out the opposition. That's correct. Yeah. Do you think if we get through to the quarters and semis, it will still be affordable football? Do you think those of us who have yet to buy those Europa League tickets are to blame for our lack of transfer activity? And with no Premier League football last weekend, he went to the ice hockey on Friday and Saturday. What did you do? Well, I watched football on the telly, mate. Where uh, was that? Will any of the podcast team be joining me at Kidderminster on Saturday? Uh, no, mate. I would love like to. I thought dust. you um, you said no. you had enough. Uh, no, yeah, I didn't. Fifty-six, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, I was well away. Yeah, no. yeah, I didn't get any sniff of any. That's yeah, where I need. No. This is on. It's these occasions I need to buy a bond. I, I'm still determined to buy a bond. Yeah. Um. Well, I mean. Is that so? The Europa League. This is where I. See, I find it hard. Do we know exactly what day the game's going to be? No. No. So we don't. Have you know bought who we're your playing. one? I haven't bought my no. one yet. Um, so this is the thing. We don't know who we're playing, and it ain't the cost. We don't know who we're playing, and we don't know when the game is. Now the problem I've got is Charlie, who comes with me, works shifts. What's he so, do? 
Charles. Uh, like I think he 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 works in a paper mill. All right. Okay. Uh, in Kent, so he's got quite a good job. Um, so he works shifts. He knows when he shifts is, but one Thursday he can make one Thursday he can't. Yeah. So what what if I buy the ticket and it's the Thursday he, he can't make? Yeah. Now I get I've out. Well, yeah, but I don't want some like Tom, Dick, or Harry because the problem with Charlie's seat is in between. There's four of us that sit in a row, yeah, that know each other, and it's the one in the middle, yeah. and that's why we can't really out it or or whatever. And it's only a single, so w- w- why, you know, why have they done this? Cash flow. Well, yeah, but that's it. It come on. Is this not it, for, for two things? One, I think it it does again highlight what we've always known or a lot of us that complained since the SAB days um, what they A think of their supporter base uh, and B what they actually think of the supporter representation people because they didn't know did they no a big thing like this they should have sat down with Wissa Wist um, Amers United, Pride of Bame, you know, and up you whatever, yeah. and <laughs> and then he said something I shouldn't have done, uh, and and sat down with them and said to them, "This is what we're going to do. What are you thinking?" But they don't. But they get away with it, don't they? Because they know, isn't it? Yeah, they they know it in the day. Well. Put up or shut up. I had a Club London person uh, contact me to say yesterday. I see it. Yeah, yeah, you saw it. Well, you should be saying who it was. Um, I didn't say his name, Vanderpump, did I? (laughs) God, for my sake. (laughs) You are the most indiscreet person I know. (laughs) I'm not going to tell the story now. Now you've out. Oh, you're not? No. Oh, right. I just laughed at his name. I thought it was a brilliant name, to be fair. Um, there you go. Uh, but, yeah, it's a piss take, Marion, basically. That's what it is. Yeah. Uh, our friend, well, my friend, Sean, um, I won't say what he thinks of you, uh, Nick Killington from Claritan Booze. Uh, if Moyes is responsible for the failure in this window, as suggested, Sean, mm-hmm. uh how on earth will he manage to recruit sufficient numbers in a single window to replace a load of outgoing players? I maintain my stance from last night. Check it out, the Meltdown Claret and Booze, with me uh, for three hours before I did another hour with Stelios. <laughs> I don't know if you know that. I went on West Ham Network after. Well, they were still going. Yeah, so we were there till gone midnight. Oh, um, you're joking. No, no. Uh, so Nick Nick joined me on there as well I maintained my stance last night signing nobody if it was as you say Dan to Moyes it's completely unacceptable and should result in player acquisition being removed from his remit time for a director of football you in agreement? time for a director of football? yeah only if Moyes agrees that there's a danger of a director of football is it's got to be in full agreement with the manager. And I don't think Moyes is the kind of person who um, 
agrees with that. I just don't think he is. Mm. Do right, you? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I'm not with Nick on replace Moyes. Um, I, I think there is... I, I can see the, the method in his madness. I can see the method in his madness. That's that's probably the best way I can put it. And and that's I'm not bashing the board either. Um, I I can see the point of view on both sides. I'm just so glad that Sally didn't bring in one of his specials. Um, I think yeah. that was the saviour. No, we we uh, spoke last night, and I can't remember which one it was on. Moyes is a bit of a control freak. He likes to do the due diligence himself. He likes to go and do the miles, go and watch players mm. in real. He likes to look at hours and hours of video. And I think he finds it difficult to delegate that to, but hold up, but to his squad. Right, and this and, is the and thing. I, f I fully understand. I've been in that, and not in football, but obviously in my work thing, I, this is for something that was levelled at me while I kept turning up on sites when other people have been entrusted to do the install and I'm spending two to three hours a day walking around, checking, and then when it comes to getting it to work, I was the one standing there getting it to work when I should have been doing my desk job, um, that I've got to learn to delegate and step back. But when it's your name on the door and, and when it's you that loses your job, when it if it all goes tits up, and it's hard to trust people with that credibility because it can come and bite you in the bum if you trust the wrong people so I won't criticise Moyes for, for for doing that it's a bit old school yeah but let's face it even old school managers like Harry bought enough duds off of videos that we could write a book yeah. on yeah I'm sure so even f and this is the thing people forget even you know I, I, I said it in jest last night why don't we do a retro transfer window? And 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 I'm sitting there in 1983, and we, you know, and I'm sitting there going, "Who's this bloke, Paul Wilton? We just signed. Did you not see him against Berry? He conceded 10 goals in centre half, and we just paid 30 grand for him. What's John Lowe thinking about? John Lowe, the man that bought John Radford that never scored. You can go through every manager near enough." And fine players. Fergie, Juan Sebastian Veron, Ty Eby, the geezer that they got off the beach from Portugal who played against us in the snow and looked like he'd never seen snow in his life. I've forgotten his name now. But absolutely, you know, and that's Fergie. So they all do it. So I won't criticise Moyes. Yeah. For it. Next up, it's Dodzy. All right, my handsome's how you's doing. Uh, Dodzy pays... Um, Respect to Isla and the sad passing of Isla Caton. Yeah, good and, point. Um, Very sad. Uh, and and the Millwall boys, who who showed big respect, um, by putting a picture of uh, of Isla up and the and, and the round of applause they got. Uh, Dodsey thought it was funny to Steve the Bacon uh, post, where he tweeted. Obviously, I think we covered it last week. Poor old Steve in hospital. He said. Um, but Steve tweeted that it was, don't worry people because he'll soon be back on his feet, uh, which he found the dark humour is the best humour. Of course, Steve has lost his other leg after having one amputated um, a few years ago. 
He's got yeah. a few questions, though. He says, a year ago, we said the problem is we have no scouting network and no one in charge of transfers, and Sullivan was an idiot at the helm. One year later on, we have all of that now in place, and still we are no further forward. Faults. You've heard them. Well, As we didn't buy anyone, I believe a minimum requirement is semi-final Europa League, quarter-final of the FA Cup, and a top-seven finish. This will mean to me not buying anyone was okay. So what he wants to know is, what's your minimum expectations now? Brady out. Brady out. Top eight. Yeah. Um, semi-final of Europa. Mm. Um, quarter-final of the FA Cup. All right, so you've gone with Dodsey, but just one place out. Because he went top seven. See, I'm, I'm a bit different. Yeah, so he went seventh, but same quarter-final, the FA Cup semi-final. So yeah. me, I go top ten, and then a semi-final in either cup. Not bothered. What one? Semi-final, the FA Cup might be better, because we get to go to Wembley. Um, personally I would slightly fuck off the league um, once we get to the Cups again in March um, and imagine winning on the Cups imagine winning Europa League I that think we would can mean win both. right hold up I, I know if, what it means yeah but I that would mean it doesn't matter when we finish in the league and yeah. it doesn't matter where we finish in the FA Cup that would I, I, be don't, I, I don't think we'll win. I don't think we will win the Europa League. Yeah, but I'm and just that, saying and, and it, the is, it is for possible. That is, Go on. No, it is possible, but I think the reason is is because of the quality of the teams that have dropped down, which I think is unfair. And I've always thought that. Not just because West Ham's in it, but even before. The, the third place teams from the Champions League should not be allowed to drop down. How many games away are we from a final? Seven. Well, it's six Seven. games away oh, right, from right, a final. Right. Opposition. Sorry, Oppositions. Oh, so we've got, obviously, you've got quarters, semis, then... Um, We're in the last 16, yeah? Yeah, so you've got the last 16, the quarters and the semis. So, and then the final. Last 16 goes down to last eight, eight quarter, and that's final. quarters, yeah? Yeah, yeah. So, you've got one uh, quarters... Yeah, we're four games away from a final, yeah? Three games no, away. No, we're six games away. No, all right, all right. Oppositions. We're three oppositions. Three oppositions three away. Three oppositions yeah. away from a final. Yeah. That doesn't seem too hard. It does when you look at the calibre of teams that have fallen we out. We can beat anyone on their day. We've, we've beaten a Liverpool, mm. right? Are yeah. we saying that, you know, if we can beat a Liverpool Over two Chelsea, legs, it's different. I think over two legs I get you. Different. I get you. You know. And I that's get what you're I think saying, the FA but it's Cup, not impossible. Actually, no, and that's why personally, and I know, yeah, bang on, blah blah blah, whatever. You know, if if I'm picking one thing, my, my, but then again, I'm the same at the start of every season. If you say to me, Nige, one thing, West Ham can win. I'm going. I want to win the FA Cup. Don't care about the rest. Relegate us. Don't care. I'd gladly do a Wigan just to see us win an FA Cup again at Wembley, because it's the finest cup competition in the world. There ain't. There ain't a competition better. Cup competition. Or, or any competition, to be honest. But that's my personal... Um, you know, I, I, I love the FA Cup. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we've gone completely off piece on the yeah, questions. I know. Blame it, switch, actually, for why I love the FA Cup, people. Uh, 1978. 
Uh, evening, lads. Uh, what does the rest of the season hold? Says Paul Smith. Uh, smudger. We've just Sadly, said. he says, I can only see disappointment. Well, we have covered it. Uh, but how could they have fucked it up so spectacularly in the transfer window? He's struggling to understand what the plan was. Classic West Ham, a real opportunity before us, and we throw it away through incompetence. Can I have a wee tried from Len to cheer me up, please? No, you can't. Can can you do it, Len? No. It's not here. Yeah. It's a shame, because he could have got we <sighs> tried. He could have done we tried yeah. in a sunny voice. Yeah. We tried. Yeah. We should no have asked him to send a voice him. note, actually. Yeah. Text him now while I do. Paul Oakley, the, the Pixels man. It's the hope that hurts, he says. It's the hope that hurts. So many of those rumours of big money transfer bids. Do we really have that money? Yes, we do. Those Leeds bids seem like they would never be a thing. I can only hope that we'll have a good summer and that will mean Deck won't go. In Moyes we trust and hopefully we'll be given this 100 mil that seemed to be on show for the summer. I mean, there is that to it. So, Sean, if you're looking at 60 million budget for this window, surely we're looking at another 60 mil for the summer. I think so, yeah. And, plus transfers. And, and plus, yeah. Plus Ma transfers. I mean, you know, it, plus 120 million for Deck, or you know, 50 million for Suchek. I, I have a funny feeling Suchek's going to be off to Germany. Heard it is first for Do you 50 think? million. Yeah. All right. Uh, the lovely Greek goddess from uh, Forest Gate. Belinda Kakakakakakatis. That's it. She just says, "I'm bored, bored, bored of it all." Yeah, but that was Four when kisses. I did the original one. <laughs> oh, right. Four kisses. Uh, three for me, one for you, Sean. Okay, fair enough. Uh, she says, then, uh, she says, uh, why didn't we, aren't, you know, replying to you, Sean, why yeah. didn't we at least strengthen Nat Phillips, not good enough? Matt Target, not good enough for our squad. Uh, it should be obvious we have, uh, that's good, it should be obvious we have no depth and a lot of games to play. This was the chance to push on and we do nothing. Rage. She's raging. Oh, you don't want a bell that's raging. Oh, that sounds painful. Uh, is an understatement. No ambition, no intent. If you want Rafina, and by the way, how stupid do we look now over this? It's 50 million going to do it. Bid fear or don't bother. Len, I'm joining you in angry corner today. She still loves the show. Thanks for that, Bill. Another four kisses. Another three for me, one for you. Oh, nice. I'll pass Len's on, Bill. Well, Len uh, has just sent a message. So the power, he's WhatsApped it. To should we do me. it? Right. Well, no. Mm. Hang on. I've got. I've, I've sent it via the powers of email to my Apple Mac. Yeah. Right. All um, right. So Alan Woody Woodhouse... Uh, while you work in the background. Yeah, quietly. while I work in the background. Yeah. It's all the fans' fault for suggesting Sullivan take a step back, isn't it? Yeah. Sorry, we need to be careful what we wish for. Who Wookies? said that? <laughs> Alan Woody Woodass. That's exactly uh, what I wrote in my article, obviously. Is it? Oh, he's on He's on message, isn't he? Uh, who liked it? Oh, AI, Sean. Oh, dear, oh, dear. Yeah, 
Sean. Oh, here we are. Here we are. Here we are. Here we are. Look at this. The powers. Literally, this came via WhatsApp. I sent it to my email, uh, or I airdropped it to Sausages. to my Mac. And you desperately tried the sign, Shaman Sean. You desperately tried the sign, Shaman Sean. I love that. The power of the internet, oh, where that's come dear, from dear. a voice note from an Apple Mac to another Apple, airdrop to it, straight into CleanFeed, which is the software we use, and we play. Isn't that great technology? The wonders of the tin. Thank you, Len, for, for that wonderful, yeah. impromptu impression. We desperately tried the sign, Shaman Sean. <laughs> I listen to that. We should get uh, George's disco track that we've not bigged up. We remember we must do this. Yeah, we will. And we we could get Len to like do some like we could get the karaoke version of George's song, which he's done, and uh, we we could dub some like or have a word with George about getting a song with Len. Yeah, (laughs) doing the voices, (laughs) Golden Sullivan, and and AI Sean Dewitt. Uh, name uh, is a name Go on. that I haven't seen in years that you may recognise. Go on. Hick Chiderchi. Oh, yeah. Now, there's a blast from the past. It is, it? yeah. Hick says, he's a listener from Australia here. I remember you from the old days, Hick, when I was just a listener as well. Uh, great show. Keep up the good work. He's got a question, though. Uh, what side do you think Moyes will put out versus Kiddy in the Cup? Given the lack of transfer activity, is this the moment to demonstrate the depth of the squad with a host of first-team players to be rested? Well, they've had a uh, long rest, haven't they? B-plus team. I'll tell you, I don't think Antonio will play. No. Why don't I think Antonio will play? I hear no one ask. Well, I'll tell you. Because he's playing Thursday night. He is, yeah. For Jamaica, the reggae boys, and um, they have got absolutely no chance now of qualifying, having lost their having lost their last two games against Mexico and the Hatters from Panama. Um, so uh, hopefully they won't play him, but I'd imagine they will. Uh, him and Ravel Morrison on the pitch together. So he has scored a penalty. If he don't you know? go missing. But he's got to fly back. And now I think we're early kick-off Saturday, aren't we? Two o'clock, isn't it? Or? Is it Saturday or Sunday? Or am I totally like... Do you know what? I don't even know. Do you know what? This is our professional. We are people. We don't even know when we're playing. I'm I'm going on the website because that's usually wrong. Um, yeah, and uh, oh, full season. Why can't they just put it in date order? Here we go. Kidderminster... 12.30 on Saturday. Saturday, yeah. That's I'm afternoon, by the way, not in the morning. Oh, well, yeah, obviously. Unless you're in Australia. <laughs> and then we've got, of course, Tuesday. We're back at the... Tuesday, Watford. Yeah, back at the stadium. And who we got on the Saturday after? Leicester. Sunday. At home again? No, no, no. Away. Away. Leicester away oh. on the 13th. All right. I know you probably won't be able to go to that because... It's away and you won't be able to get back for Valentine's Day because I know what a fuss you like to make of Sam on Valentine's yeah, Day. Yeah, I think I'm possibly working that day anyway. 13th. The next game is then... Uh, home 13th game is a on Sunday, Sean. It's a Sunday, yeah. Yeah. 
And then on the 19th, Saturday, 12.30 kick-off, mm. London Stadium, it's Newcastle. Oh, right. Followed the go. next week on a Sunday by Wolves, 27th on a Sunday, 2 o'clock. All right, thanks for that. And, and then we're on a run-in where we've only got a few games left before, home games that is, before, you know, one game in March, three in April, one yeah, in but May we've got and we're FA done. Cup. We've yeah, got yeah. FA Cup. Yeah. You know, we'll look, we'll beat Kidderman so I don't, I know we got knocked out by Hereford in the early 70s, but I don't think they were non-league then. I think they'd actually gone into the league by then. Yeah. Um, anyway. So I don't, I'm pretty sure we've never been knocked out of the FA Cup by a non-league team. But anyway. Back to the questions, because we are, yeah. we are, we are bad. Know, you know, listen, we, we've done over three hours, the pair of us, back yeah. in the old days. Yeah. Uh, Jason Backhouse. Our, uh, back ass to the future by the looks of his dodgy photograph in the 70s. Uh, Evening, gents, he says. How lovely was it to see Millwall's applause? Oh, party Fistle gone one nil up. God, the Jags. Uh, for Little Isla Caton during the game Saturday. A question, good. with Noble retiring at the end of the season, and if Deck was to leave in the summer, who would become club captain? That's a good question. Good question. Nick Nick Killington replied, Yarmolenko. He'll be gone. Yeah, he's so funny, Nick. Uh, um, uh, would it be Cresswell? Uh, I, I would have gone for Zuma. Would you? Creswell, if Creswell gets it, he's only getting it for a year or two, isn't he? Because he's thirty odd. You know, you know, when you when you go for a captain, you want someone more long term. So I'd I'd be looking at, at Zuma, personally. Who else? I've has got, got a theory leadership? about captains. I think I think captains should be, um, either centre halves or centre midfielders. Um, they make the best captain. Suchek. Oh no, he's going to Germany. So, um, Brasher Dorman. Yeah, is that where you think he'll go? Mm-hmm. Oh, he'd be a bit happy then. Uh, Dominic Luff. He says, if I was going to have surgery, I trust that the surgeon knows his job better than I do. Equally, I trust that Moyes know what he's doing, managing our team better than I do. In Moyes we trust. That's a great point, Dominic. Good point. Well, mate. Uh, you might miss my analogy yesterday about actually uh, about the transfers and what um, what we should have bought. So, uh, do you want to hear my analogy quickly? Go on then. So, what I was saying yesterday, the transfer window was is that when you're buying a player. Uh, obviously, you look at what you need and what you don't need. And we know what we need at the moment. We know what we don't need. And I likened it to what way I buy auction memorabilia. And basically, if there's a program, that's like our midfield, because I've got enough programs. I've got, you know, I think I've got 3,000 programs. Uh, um, not West Ham, but in total, 3,000 football programs. Um, so, I, so I don't need more. So if I see a program that perhaps I haven't got that I want, but I'm not desperate for it, so I wouldn't bid big money for it at auction. Where if there's like an item 
you know, like a player's contract or, you know, like a something unique that comes up and that I haven't got one of. And the auctioneer says, this is, you know, 50 to 100 pound. I would be prepared to pay 200 pound for that at auction. Double the auctioneer's value. Why is that? It's a unique item. I really need it. That's our, we should have been doing with Coletta Car. We shouldn't have been divering. We should have just gone, there's 20 million. Give him to us. But, hey, you know, as Dominic, you know, as Dominic has just said, you know, we have to trust that Moyes knows what he's doing because he is better at it than us. We can't argue with that. Chrissy Miles. Yeah, uh, he goes on forever, people. Uh, our second favourite Welshman. Matt. The transfer window has been an undeniable failure, but none of us know for sure the reasons, despite all the billions of words spattered and written over the last month. What concerns me, and I'm with him here most, is the atmosphere from supporters becoming toxic, and he goes between supporters and to the team. Should results start to turn against us? I completely support the right supporters to protest, and I hope, however, they're done, they don't have a negative impact on the team. Because it can be a fine balancing act. Yeah. Um, I'd, I'd, and this is where I see it, actually. I don't think supporters have got a right to demand we sign anyone. No, they haven't. I don't think we have got a right. We can we can hope for signings and we can be disappointed when things don't go our way and whatever. But I don't think no no fan has got the right to demonstrate if a club buys a player or not. Because that ain't how it works, people. Yeah. Andrew Barker. Evening, chaps. He said he understands everyone's frustration, lack of deadline day activities. We needed two key areas filled. Flip side, we didn't weaken the side. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, Moyes will have to look now, promote in certain areas. Only 302 million was spent in the window. 93 million, and that was by Newcastle. That's true. True. Well, that's a great stat, isn't it? That's a good stat. Great stat. Uh, he said, going back to comments like it's going to get toxic like Burnley again, let's hope not. The team needs our support. We're in a yeah. better position than three years ago. And that, I, and that I don't understand. I still don't understand. Um, it seems like people just want to demonstrate for the sake of demonstrating at times. They want um, a demonstration about their right to demonstrate. Yeah. Charlie Fultz says, could there be a plan to give Oxoflex, Perkins, Nevers, Longello, Baptist, Harrison, some minutes to bolster the squad? <clears throat> and spend big reconstructing the squad in the summer when a few of the first teamers are out of contract. We're safe anyway, and don't care if we finish six, but a dangerous game where Rice and maybe Bowen are concerned. Good point. Three points from safety. Uh, five, Sean. I keep telling you this. Why? Why? Because we got relegated. In fact, Sean, we're six points from safety. Do you think we should 40 never... points will get you relegated this year? Sean, 35 points has kept us up. 42 points has relegated right. us. You have to look at it I because we are the team with that, that record. We're talking bollocks because one, we're on 37 points with half a season to go. And two... Well, you're the one that started the bollocks with we're only three points from safety. And I'm just picking you up that technically, if you're going to go and down that 40 road, 40 has play always that game, been seen as the safety point. 
No didn't one work uses for us though, did it? For one season only. Uh, but hold up, you can't say that because you can sit there in right. 2002 going, well, we only need 40 points. How to many up. points? Can I tell you? Have Burnley got one? Twelve. Right, hold up. How many if points have won, Watford got? Fourteen. How many points have Newcastle got? Fifteen. Right. Yeah. So right, what? I'll tell you what. Right at the end of February, yeah, in two thousand and three, we got beat by West Brom. Paolo Di Canio got hooked. We were on twenty-one points. End of February, twenty-one yeah. points. We then accrued another twenty-one points in the remaining three months of the season. Mm-hmm. Or two and a half months of the season, we we were Joe Cole foul away from staying up. But the Nigel. mad thing is that if we'd have got forty four points that season, if we'd have beat Birmingham last game of the season, Golden Sullivan celebrating people, never forget, we'd have still gone down with forty four points. We're not going down this year. No, but you can't then turn man. You might want to be flippant and say only three more points of safety. If you're going to play that game, you've got to go six more points of safety. We need forty three points. Well, rest my case. Board. Yeah. So, anyway. Uh, You've lost where you are now, aren't you? Yeah, I have. That's why it cocks me up. <laughs> Thanks for that. Uh, you didn't oh, go off at a tangent. I'll tell you what. Let's go off on Twitter. There you go. Yeah. I'm sorry if you posted on Facebook, but it's just all gone tits up. Uh, and I blame... Oh, no. What? Well, I did put a thing about anybody got a question on Twitter. Yeah. I've never had this many. <laughs> oh, for Christ. Oh, quickly. Uh, Fazamania says, what does Rob Newman do for a job? He does Martin it, Payne. He does it quietly behind up. the scenes. What is the point of Rob Newman? Uh, he's only been there since October, people. And if you read my article tomorrow, uh, free membership, sixfoot2.co.uk. I'll post the link on the website page. Uh, and if you read my article tomorrow people uh, you'll see possibly why we never signed anyone and he gave the answer away on his first day of employment uh, the lack of activity this window carries on Martin uh, apart from DS ghost bits for the leads is baffling if we want to grab fourth's place I said, and that's the thing where I think the people really think we were going to go for fourth nah no. I didn't. Uh, talking of people in financial trouble, is Lee Derby County. Now, Lee says, hey, gents, hope you're all good. As much as the transfer window was a disappointment, was the meltdown among some members of the fan base over the top when things are put in perspective? Currently fifth place, playing good entertaining football, scoring goals. I think we're currently... I think it was the last time I looked. I think it was like eight or ten goals more we've scored. Might have been nine goals more than last season. Corresponding fixtures. So while we've got less points, we've celebrated nine more goals. So working on my theory, goals are fun. It's even better. Yeah, fun. There you go. Joe Frost, Jack's brother, said, uh, if she sells seashells by the seashore, how much does she sell them for? Desire. Surely you could just wander onto the beach and pick them up on your own. That is a good point. That's a good point. Well made. Ah, 
Chrissy Mills rescues the day because he posted it on Facebook. And as Chris would have heard, I just fucking lost it all. So thank you, Chris, for covering on Twitter. Top man. Uh, on a scale between fucking woeful, so they just cost us rice and bow in the summer, how damaging to the club was that transfer window? Well, we don't know. Bang a drum. I tell all. I f- well, basically, it, it, it was it a Blue Monday? And we won't know if it was a Blue Monday till May. And that's the thing. Moyes, I believe, has gambled that he's got enough to have a good season and get us back into Europe next season. Whatever whatever Europe it is, either, I don't think it'll be Champions League, but either Europa League or the Tottenham League, um, which frankly I'd accept. Um, it wouldn't bother me. Uh he then, Chris finishes off, we were so close. Uh, no doubt Kratinsky has his own 10-year plan to rebuild. <laughs> That's a good point. Uh, he's pissed off. Uh, JR on Twitter. Not JR Hartley, just JR. Our JR says we, or another we JR? just says JR. No, not our JR. Not JR, you And not, 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 um... It just says JR. Not not Larry Hagman. No. No. He, he's dead. He's oh. he's like oil in the ground now. Isn't he? Oh, that's sad. Uh, Was that recent? What, Larry Hagman died? Yeah. A few years ago. Yeah, I think he got good innings. I think he was in his late eighties. Uh with Spurs, Arsenal, Everton and United getting their houses in order. Uh Villa and Leeds having finances and ambition to aim for Europe have we missed the golden chance to progress to the next level I don't think you would have got that off of a January transfer window JR to be honest um, but he finishes that he thinks we're two to three players short of becoming a regular oh. top eight side I think you're wrong there I, th- I, th- I think I think we probably um, on the top eight side I think we're there or thereabouts it's what you want to do next Larry Hagman was 81 and he died nine years ago. So he'd have been 90. He'd have been 90, but he's dead. 81, that's not bad. If I got that in cricket, I'd be well happy. What did GSB have over Sean and Hugh for them? I'll tell you, if I got that in cricket, I'd be playing for England at the moment. What did GSB have over Sean and Hugh for them to degrade themselves, constantly spouting their lies? Surely no individual can make themselves look so foolish out of choice. Dan, how long have you been listening to this podcast? <laughs> That's how long someone can make themselves look foolish. Isn't that right, Sean? Not at all. Not at all. Dude. I don't get Not paid. I know people was putting bags of silver and gold and I get paid. It was paid promotion. Not true. Not true. I say it as I see it. From the heart. You don't get paid by gold. <sighs> or silver. With gold. Or Sullivan. <laughs> Yeah, but it'll take Brady. And <laughs> 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 you dirty old man, you. Anyway, uh, Terry WHU3 uh, said this will go down in history as one of the worst best players going in the summer and a downward spiral. Oh, so he thinks January's going to go down as one of the worst. To be frankly, we didn't sign anyone, so I'm with you that. Best players will be leaving. We'll see. Uh, we'll see. Princey Keeble, Poplar Tales, fantastic Twitter account, people. Go follow him. 
Uh, do you think if we had a whip round, we could raise enough money for a statue of Gold Sullivan and Brady to be erected in the shape of a dildo outside the London Stadium? Uh, I'll tell you what, if we had that, if we did have that, I'd make sure I fed the pigeons every time so they shit all over it, I'll tell you. Harsh. Mike Coulston, big big fan of yours. Big fan of mine, yeah. Big fan of yours. Big fan. He's generally curious to know the faults of yourself, Lennon, the boochies. Uh, on that, you've only got me, I'm afraid, to deal with, Mike, on an absolute pile of horseshit written by Sean last night. Uh, throwing Moyes under the bus, clearing his master of all blame before the window had even closed. Well, it had just shut, to be fair. It was about one minute past 11, Mike. Is that when it went um, out? I, I believe so. As you would have known, it turns out Sean didn't write half of it, even though it had his name. And uh, it only had half a picture of Sean because it was an old picture. Um, all right. <laughs> Reveal our sausages, mate. Well, we know who's eating them. Um, Anyway, uh, so Mike, you know, I I must admit when I when it was read when I read it last night, um, yeah. Sometimes I'm, you know, I shouldn't generally be shocked by what you do, Sean, but sometimes I am. Let's have a look. It actually uh, was published at 9.09, see? Oh, 9.09, oh, there you go. 11.01. The it window was, was still, so the window it, was still open. Yeah, it was published at 9.09. Because I thought so, because it was read out on Clarendon Booths when I joined. Oh, right. So, yeah, 9.09. Uh, how about Diego Costa? He's on a free, says uh, Ian Gravitt, Jeremy Peter. Do you think we could get some freebies in? Is it? He's not going to do that, is he? Well, I, uh, we're not going to get Diego Costa. I can tell you that. No. Not right. uh, l- luckily, the rest of the tweets were people chatting amongst themselves. So, they're not questions. They don't get in. So, therefore, Sean, you'll be happy to hear. Uh, uh, thus, oh, no. No, no, no. It's not. No. Because I keep doing this and I will not do it. Come Right. Johnny Goodman says... Uh, do you think the lack of transfer activity will affect players' morale and encourage a negative cloud back to the London Stadium? And that's why I wanted to ask it, because it's a unique question. Will it affect morale, Sean? I don't know. I'm not a professional football player. Um, It's an interesting one, isn't it? Because if you're in a squad... Right, and a new player comes in in your position, that's surely bad for morale because suddenly you think, hang on a minute, am I going to get a start if they bought someone in better than me? Right? So th- th- there's got to be something in between. Y- you know, you want the club to strengthen as long as it's not in your position, right? There's, there's, there's got to be a bit of selfishness here, you know, because you you're there to play football and you want to start every game. You don't go, oh, I hope they get a, a better player in in my position you know so there's a mm-hmm. there's a very selfish attitude so you know I can see Moy sitting down and saying look I tried to sign better players but there was no one better than you that's a big morale boost but you were better than anything that was out there right now we need to get on with it I've put my neck on the line for you's lot saying you're the best available now prove to me my neck's on the line. 
let's finish this thing, let's finish this season. So no, I don't necessarily think morale in the squad will be down because they've got to believe in themselves. And even the squad players, the squad players are going, well, I hope he gets in someone better than me so I become third place at the back. I mean, you've got to think about this. If you were in their position, would you want someone in, in your position to compete with or start before you, Nigel? Um, no. And, and, and this was the thing where I was thinking that... It, it, and, and I can see what Moyes is thinking in a way is he he believes he's got a great set of squad. There's some the morale in this squad is fantastic. It is. You can yeah. see that with, with some of the crap the club puts out. But anyway, while it is crap, you can see um, how together this squad is. Um, so I don't think the morale's bad. But if you bring in the wrong player, and I think I did this yeah, last yeah. night with. You know, Pardew brought in Tevez and Mascherano. Well, he didn't, actually. The owners of the club brought in yeah, Tevez and Mascherano. Upset the out car so much, it cost Pardew his job and nearly cost the club his Premier League yeah. place. Yeah. You know, so that that's the damage that be can be done. Be careful what you wish for. Well, not, I don't ever say that. Uh, <laughs> anyway, Stevie Hunt. How you doing, Steve? Says, goals are fun. Thank you very much. Uh, he says, did I hear you correctly last night on the West Ham Network? You was watching late then. Um, that we've scored more goals under Moyes than any manager since Billy Bonds. Sort of, Steve. What I said was, David Moyes has got the best uh, goals per game ratio than any manager in the Premier League. And Billy Bonds was the first manager in the Premier League. In fact, the full stat is, under David Moyes, uh, he, he's currently third in the amount of games managed in the Premier League for any West Ham manager. There's 11 of them. So, Harry's by far and away. Uh, and then Big Sam. He's only nine games behind Big Sam uh, for games managed. Uh, well, this, and this is of two weeks ago. So, he's a bit, he's a bit, he's, he's, he's a bit nearer. He, he's averaging 1.58 goals per game. Um, the next highest was Bilic on 1.41 goals per game. But Big Sam was only on 1.13 goals per game. And Big Sam, Sam still managed about nine more games than... Um, under Allardyce, 114 Premier League games, 129 goals. Under Moyes, 105, as when I did the chart, 166 goals. So... Goals are fun, Steve. Dan Webster, Webbo, uh, do you reckon this window has been a whole ploy by Sullivan to show that the grass ain't always greener? Or do you think this is Moy's idea and he thought anyone coming in wouldn't fit the harmony of the team? Um, I'd, I, I'm going with the second one, Dan, to be fair. It pains me. I know Sean is, so you don't even have to answer that one, Sean. Um, and that is the end of Facebook Twitter question time. Right. Uh, I know it's us twos, but um, obviously we have a game. FA Cup predictions. Kitty yeah. Minster. Yeah. What do you reckon? 3 0. Do you know what? I, ne I always think we're going to walk over and then we never do. And you're going to think I'm funny by saying this, but I'm going to go with one nil. <laughs> I think I think we'll make hard. We'll put the kids out. We'll make hard work of this. We'll win. We'll make right, hard work. Can I just point out, yeah, that 
that a better Kidderminster team got beat 1-0 in 1994 by a shittier West Ham team. So they're worse. Yeah. Yeah, this is a worse Kidderminster yeah. team than and what was the score? 1-0. There Lee you Chapman. go. We're better. Yeah. We're better now. I'm, I mean, that was a team that I just was, think that we make, just come up. And, I just think, you know, we're score one. They won't score, and then we just trot around, and we go, come on, guys, and we win. But by No, I margin. think we're a different team now. All right, we'll think, see. Especially we'll under Moyes. Anyway, I've been Sean. Nigel has been... Uh, missing Len. Yeah, and Len has been... He desperately tried the sign, Shaman Sean. Come on, you irons. We'll be back next week with the whole crew. Even Johnny B should be back. Now he's moved to uh, Ashvale. Come on, you irons. Bobby Moore. More than just a podcast. Bobby Moore. More than just a podcast. Desperately tried the sign, Shaman Shown. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.